Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. My teacher cut the tube for my insulin pump because we couldn't have headphones in class. This happened when I was in middle school. You know, back in the days of wired headphones, so about 2011 or something. I am a 24-year-old male, and I've been a type 1 diabetic since I was about 4 years old. And I use a continuous glucose monitor and an insulin pump. I had an IEP, so all my teachers were told about it and that I would need my insulin pump in class. That it might make noise, and I might have to pull it out of my pocket and mess with it if I needed insulin, or I might need to drink a juice pouch, and I was able to do so at my discretion we had one teacher who was a complete hard butt for no reason she was notorious for making kids cry during presentations she even told one girl who wanted to be a doctor to find a cure for cancer because her little sister had childhood cancer that she would need to actually be smart to do that while chuckling to herself let a kid dream man we were like 12 years old as you can imagine she was also at war with technology and on a side note these days i use my phone to check my glucose and give myself an insulin bolus i can't imagine being a kid today and dealing with a teacher like that when the lines are blurred and your smartphone actually is a life-saving medical device but anyway if you're not familiar with insulin pumps the kind i use has a little tube that connects the pump which has the insulin to my body which needs the insulin this teacher also liked to be weirdly obtuse about things instead of being like other teachers and simply saying something like no cell phones in class put it on my desk which would allow me to remind them it's an insulin pump and then they'd usually say something like that's right my bad she would instead try and talk abstractly about what she wanted to happen while walking around the room so this particular day she kept alluding to students listening to music in class that you should be careful what you do because she can see it that us kids think we're so sneaky but the adults know what we're up to now i obviously wasn't listening to music so i figured she'd seen someone with headphones in the room and the next thing i knew she had snuck up behind me with scissors it took me a good moment to realize what exactly had happened because i was astonished i was used to teachers thinking i had a cell phone or getting upset about my pump beeping during an exam but no one had ever touched it before much less cut my life-sustaining tube i was actually sitting with my mouth agape and she turned to me now that she was at the front of the class again and said something along the lines of op care to share what tunes are more important than listening to class at this point put together that she thought i was listening to music she thought she cut my headphone wires i replied just the sound of my thoughts while i still got any since that was my insulin pump She had to let me go to my locker to get my cell phone to call my mum to bring me a new infusion set. My parents insisted no cell phones until high school, but my mum was also scared with me being type 1 diabetic and too dyslexic to remember a phone number, and she wanted me to easily be able to call her, so she got me a $15 Walmart phone and put minutes on it. And now I feel old. Then I just waited in the front office for her. She worked from home and drove like a bat out of heck. She was so angry. I don't ever want to see her that angry again in my life. 
It took 10 years off of me and I wasn't even in trouble. The teacher had to apologize to me and all the teachers got some more disability accommodation training or something. Kind of anticlimactic at the end. But a friend thought it was entertaining and that I should share. But if you're like me, you're probably thinking, I need to know more about this story. What is really going on here? Now, thankfully, OP has given us a couple of edits and updates so we can further understand just what happened. First of all, yes, the teacher knew I had a pump. I had an IEP and my teachers were given the information they needed to know about my diabetes. Even still, a lot of non-diabetics just don't get it or they forget. It would happen a lot and teachers would ask for my phone if they saw me messing with it under the desk. Really, I was going through a thing and embarrassed about being diabetic, so I would often try and hide it, so I get how they thought I had a phone, but a simple reminder that it's a pump was enough for every other teacher. Yes, she did get really close to me. I was facing the front of the room to look at the projector screen and to take notes. She snuck up behind me from the back of the room where she was lecturing at us from and reached her arm down towards me with the scissors. I didn't notice her doing that. Kids used to keep their iPod or whatever in their pocket and then run their headphones up under their shirt. Wow, I remember doing that. That is a throwback for me personally. It sometimes left a little bit of the wire peeking out from their pocket to get to their shirts. That's where she cut the pump. It was down at my waist. In terms of her apology, it wasn't too bad. We had a meeting with her, the principal, assistant principal, and a lady from the special education office, plus me and my parents. She said she was sorry for her actions and that she shouldn't have treated me that way, and she hopes I don't grow up to expect people to act like that towards me. She forgot I had a pump, but I didn't feel like she was making an excuse. She was saying she should have been more mindful, and it was her fault, and that I did nothing wrong. She also said I was brave and calm in the face of adversity, stuff like that. And then she apologized to my mum and dad for frightening them and for any costs. She offered to pay for it, but they declined. They wanted all the teachers to get more education about kids with diabetes. And the school had like a nurse diabetes educator or someone come in to talk to the teachers. Okay, you know what? Fair enough on that one. Yes, she's giving an apology because she obviously has to, but it does seem quite sincere and the points she's making are pretty valid. No, my parents didn't sue her or the school. No, she wasn't fired. Yes, I still had to be in her class. And yes, I did have extra supplies kept in the nurse's office, but I also just really wanted my mum in that moment because I was a kid. I guess if this happened in 2011, guys, then OP would have been, what, 13 years old? Yeah, it makes sense. This was a tiny school and it did a lot of backward things. They mishandled my learning disability as well. And one year, one of my teachers was surprised my dad has mild cerebral palsy and thought it must be so tough for me having to deal with that and would talk to him like he was five during student teacher conferences. He's an engineer. And then finally, when my mum showed up, I was sitting in the office waiting for her. I think it took her like 15 minutes to get there post phone call. She asked me if I was okay and checked out the damage that was done. I could tell she was mad, not with me, obviously. She walked straight up to the receptionist and just asked where the teacher was. And they phoned the classroom and had my teacher come to the office. The principal also came out. My mum ripped her a new one, but she didn't yell, though I honestly think that made it more terrifying that she was very collected. I don't remember word for word, but basically she said that removing my insulin pump was a violation of my IEP, not to mention that it's a medical device and an extension of my body which is keeping me alive, and the fact that she would have the audacity to damage life-saving medical equipment was reckless and criminal, that type 1 diabetes is no joke and takes lives, that she should count herself lucky she didn't damage the pump itself, and she let her know how expensive they are and everything they had to do to get me one. She's had years of practice having to argue to take food into places they don't let you take outside food or in the airport that I can't take my pump through scanners, etc. She was very practiced at putting the fear of God into people, but in a way that they can't turn it on her and say that she's being disruptive. Then she took me home for the rest of the day. And there we go. What an unbelievable story to get this episode started. As I said halfway through that, I do genuinely think that this teacher's apology was pretty good, but only on paper, right? Only because she had to say it. The 
fact that she even did that in the first place, I mean, does it even warrant an apology? Like, just because you do something terrible and then you have some decent apology, the fact that she's cut one of the most important cores in tubes in your life is unbelievable. And also, even if, right, even if it wasn't an insulin tube, say it was genuinely earphones, a teacher should never be cutting your personal property. Yes, confiscate it, take it away, absolutely fine. You shouldn't be listening to headphones in class, music in class, if you're not allowed to. But cutting someone else's personal property, damaging them, that is actually illegal. Even if you're a teacher, you can't damage a student's property. You can't break it. Surely not. I've got to say though, fair play to you and your mum both for acting so calmly in these situations. And you're absolutely right. When you get someone that is like almost like really cool, a bit too cool in the face of danger or, you know, a situation like this, just so measured and calculated, it can be way more scary than someone that just blows up and starts screaming and shouting. She's been here before, as you said, and you probably have been too. It is a real shame that you've had to deal with this sort of thing in the past and it still can continues to happen maybe even at your age of 24 but the way you two dealt with it perfect good job hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host i saved someone's life and the family hates me i knew a lady who was going through a divorce i was her tech person when she had a home business and i was invited to her 40th birthday party she wanted a new tv and sound system hooked up i needed my car because the tv would fit in it we went together to pick up the tv and while out she went to do a little shopping for food etc during that moment her ex saw us together i am married and i was just helping this person i hooked up her tv the party happened and i helped clean up at the end when her friends left the ex heard from her friends that I stayed after the party ended. A few weeks later, she wanted a GPS set up for her car. It was a hot day and her house air conditioner stopped working. I went there and knocked on the door. She didn't answer. I heard the car running in the garage. I went back to the door to look in the front window. The house is full of smoke. I opened the front door, which wasn't locked, and I found her passed out on the couch. I picked her up and took her outside. She was breathing and coughing. I went back in and she had the car running, window down, to make the air conditioner of the car cool the house down by the internal access door to the garage. But instead, she was filling up the house with carbon monoxide, which almost killed her. Yes, I've seen more stupid things, but not deadly. I turned off the car and opened up all the windows and doors. She was crying outside because she almost died, and if she did, people would have thought that she deliberately killed herself. Instead, it was a mistake. If I'd arrived a few minutes later, she would have been dead. I comforted her, and at that moment, the ex drove past on one of his stalking runs. Later, I saw him when he was picking up his kids from school. He called me a cheating idiot, which was surprising because we got along before they broke up. He'd already been spreading rumors to everyone that I was sleeping with her told his whole family, her family, and eventually got to my family. I didn't do anything wrong, and when I told them all what really happened, nobody believed me. Everyone believes him that something was happening before they broke up. Then he was making up extra reasons to say she was with me. Oddly, my wife is the person who laughed it off. 
because she doesn't believe I would ever cheat on her, especially with that woman. Wow, what a sad, sad story to end off today's episode. I mean, come on. Imagine if she had actually died there. Imagine if you hadn't saved her. I, you know what? I, honestly, I don't even really care about the fact that people thought you were cheating or whatever. Like, yeah, it's a bit weird, but I don't really care. That's not really that important. I'm sure you get over it. Your wife seems okay. That's fine. The fact is, if she had died and people had for the rest of time thought she'd committed s i don't know if you're allowed to say that word on youtube still sorry you know done something to herself then that would have been so incredibly sad i mean it would have been a terrible accident anyway but maybe even worse would have been people thinking that she did that to herself when she wasn't even close to like she wasn't even she was genuinely just you know she just made a mistake didn't realize that that would happen that would have been absolutely tragic even perhaps more tragic than the fact she died in the first place so there we go guys that's gonna do it for this one really hope you enjoyed it if you did and you want to see more entitled parents content from me right away links in the description on screen right now if you're on youtube and also tell your parents that you love them. See you tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.